Hello and welcome to Are We There Yet? The podcast looking at the innovations emerging from the workshops, labs and secret test tracks of Hyundai. Across this series, we've heard about technology which is changing our world. And today, we have a very special episode. Bringing together the ideas, technology and innovations we've been discussing across the whole series. Because today, we're getting a taste of the Spanish city of Valencia, an episode coming from the Ionic 5 driving experience. Valencia is a glorious city that I hold very close to my heart. Every time I go, a pan of paella is a must. It's the home dish, of course. For the past couple of decades, MotoGP have brought their final curtain down on the world championship in this city, in the Ricardo Tormo circuit just down the road in Chester. So I've had plenty of opportunities to take in the fantastic futuristic architecture, its heady blended history, and I've even hosted events at its famous City of Arts and Sciences, a truly inspiring building. And it's a city where old and new combine seamlessly. And to reflect on the vibrant energy, there's some divine walks and, of course, stunning beaches. So, as you can imagine, I'm rather a fan of Valencia. And the new Ionic 5 Zero Emissions Electric Vehicle has very much arrived here. So, the future is here today. Ionic 5, the first model built on Hyundai Motor Group's electric global modular platform, the EGMP. And the first model in Hyundai's new Ionic product lineup brand. And I have to say, Ionic 5 is a car that's getting a lot of love. The shape of it, the style, but also the amazing things that it can do. There's the high tech sustainable fabrics on the interior, but also the fact that you can power other electric products from it. And in Valencia, it's being used to power a juicer for Valencian oranges, which is certainly opening a few eyes. This place is ideal for it to be introduced to Europe's automotive media, where they can get their hands on the Ionic 5 and meet a number of key figures from Hyundai Motor Europe. And I'm delighted to say that we'll be joined by some of these key figures throughout this edition. First, I'm delighted to be joined by Rafa Nufel, Product and Pricing Director, Hyundai Motor Europe. The Ionic 5 has some really game-changing features that look set to redefine electric mobility. We've taken a brief look at some of them across the series, but I really want to dive into them here. Can you talk us through some of them and what they'll bring to the customer's experience? Let's start, Raf, if we could, please, with the EGMP, the platform that the car is based on. How do you see this as revolutionary? Yeah, indeed. So our new platform, the EGMP, is actually the first dedicated platform for EV vehicles for us. With this, we, we can offer two battery packs of 58 and 73 kilowatt hour with ranges up to 481 kilometer. And we also offer the choice for our customers between rear-wheel drive and all-wheel drive. EGMP really allowed us to redesign the in-car experience. So first of all, the performance is, is really a step forward because with 800 volt technology, it's really the ultra fast charging, which is the real benefit here. And if that's not enough, also we offer, for instance, a solar roof, which can power directly the battery and therefore can extend the range even more in real life, up to 1200 kilometer on an annual base in optimal conditions. But also in terms of usability, for instance, we have enhanced the user interface. We have, for instance, a slim modular uh, dashboard which houses two screens of 12 inch each. 
And in addition, for instance, the, the customer can also choose the first augmented reality head up display in a, in a Hyundai, which gives an even more intuitive experience for the driver. And third point also important is the safety. We have the structure made out of ultra high strength steel, which protects not only the occupants, of course, but also the battery pack. But also in terms of active safety, we have even more SmartSense features. But maybe one highlight I would like to mention, it's the Highway Driving Assist 2. It's the first time in a Hyundai vehicle. And this brings us to the next level towards autonomous driving. I want to move on to another feature that we really haven't seen before, vehicle to load effectively turning the car into, for want of a, a better terminology, a mini power station, doesn't it? That's exactly it. We use the, the, this huge battery we have, not just for driving, but we also turn it literally into a, a huge portable power bank. You can charge on the outside of the vehicle, so you actually use the existing charging port, but with an adapter, you turn it into a charging point on the outside, but also inside the vehicle, we have another internal plug for V2L. So anything you want to charge, like an e-bike, for instance. But here in, in Valencia, we actually wanted to offer a fresh orange juice to our guests. And we actually plugged the, this orange uh, juice machine into the socket of our Ionic 5 here in front of the venue. The power, both inside and outside, is up to 3.6 kilowatt of, of power. So this is also a huge improvement over previous uh, technologies. The juicing of the oranges, for obvious reasons, in Valencia, the sun is always shining. Of course, it's famous for its fruit. Um, what kind of reaction did you get? Because this is this vehicle to load is blowing people's minds, I think. Yeah, it was just to, to demonstrate how flexible the system is. Everyone thinks of e-bikes, first of all, but there's so much more to do. If, if you want to go camping, for instance, the possibilities are really huge. So people were surprised. Yeah, so that's what we mentioned in the in the intro to this section was about it being a mini power station. So if you went camping, you, you could plug in your electric grill and cook your food via your car. Yeah, exactly. So this is also on the most remote places. The power is just there when you need it. Uh, so this is really convenient. And you can charge other electric vehicles with V2L as well. Yeah, so the technology is also working between two EVs. So also there we could help out another EV driver who happens to have uh, no more range in, in his car. The 800 volt ultra-fast charging sounds very impressive. Uh, what impact do you think it will actually have? For fast charging and especially for ultra-fast charging, there really we can have the customer benefit over the industry standard of 400 volt. So just to give you a few numbers, charging up to 80% we can do in just 18 minutes. And in, in less than five minutes, you can have an extra range of 100 kilometer. So this is really best in class. We can convert also 400 volt into 800 volt just before it reaches the battery. So we can really optimize charging times. And of course we have the Charge My Hyundai app which gives the customers access to a pan-European charging network of more than 230,000 points, which is both AC and DC charging. And this also includes an access to the Ionity uh, network of ultra-fast charging. Do you feel as well people are getting used to it not being a normal car in terms of 
it being something different to a car because it brings so much more to the table. And so you mentioned the way the car looks quite futuristic and the space inside, which are probably the two things that hit you straight away when you see the Ionic 5. And then it starts to hit you all the different details of the car, the sustainability, the fabrics that are used within the car itself, the fact that you can take it and it's a mini charger. It becomes more than a car. Are people talking about that as well? Yeah, it's really the whole package which is really convincing and it all somehow fits together. So in the first generation of EVs, everyone was just talking about the range, let's say. But now we can talk about so much more. The range is almost a starting point. And then we can build on that with uh, the 800 volts uh, charging technology, for instance. No one was expecting that from us. Yeah, this was typically done maybe for premium brands. And what about your personal feelings about the car? What makes it special for you? For us, the whole process was quite different from what we've done before. From the beginning, it was clear we wanted to do something very customer-centric and not just uh, benchmarking competitors. We, we really started from what is the customer looking for? And, and based on that, we started building uh, this vehicle. And that meant we, we spent a lot of attention to the interior space, the roominess, but also the comfort and the whole mood on board of the vehicle, as well as the, the driving and the charging experience. So everything around the car is really based on, on customer uh, centricity. Raf, thanks so much for your time today and for joining us on the podcast. Really interesting to hear all about it. It was my pleasure. Well, one of the things about the Onyx 5 that really turned my head when I first saw it was the design and not just the outside, but also the inside. When you open the doors, there's something very special about the natural feel to the car. I think that's partly the colouring and the amazing space that you can create, but also knowing that there are so many sustainable materials being used. It's a really strong statement about sustainability. And with me to discuss this is another key member of the Hyundai team, Yasin Sauja. Uh, welcome, Yasin. It's lovely to have you along. I love the look and the feel of the car. What struck you when you first saw the finished vehicle? Because it had been quite a few years in development, hadn't it? Thank you, Susie. So we also uh, fell in love with this car, not only in the beginning, we made uh, really hard fights uh, for getting the car in that design and that material shape and that finish as we wanted to. And to see the result, of course, is something I don't want to say it's like when you get your own child. I have children, so <laughs> but it is something similar for sure, because you have the feeling all the work you have done has now finally come to a positive end. And uh, yeah, we have the results. And as you have said, it is something really different. So when you open the car, it is not this classical way of uh, luxury design appearance with with big glossy surfaces and chromey finishes. We wanted to tell a new story and also underlining this uh, well-being character of this car, this uh, new kind of balancing of our urban and high-speed life. We also wanted to express the new sustainability in the car which is really there we have put it in on many surface on many materials and we wanted to make sure that this is also visible and gives a new way of design styling we call this nature inspired imperfection yes and how impassioned are you about sustainability obviously your work involves this a lot i feel this really like something 
we really have to care for because we have only one planet we are living on. We have passed the time where sustainability was just an option for some people to make them feel good. For me, it feels like now I'm first starting with the development when I'm sure I have checked every sustainable solution first. So this is now the new kind of working way I'm doing. And it's not only me, all the colleagues in our design and the development, they are really fixed on this topic. They're not looking primary to costs only. They're not looking primary to, to how it looks. They're really first checking like what sustainable solutions are uh, existing. And then we start. Then we try to find a way to bring this sustainable solution in a new aesthetic shape. So the customer feels still like there is a lot of design quality happening in the background. This is my personal opinion. So start with a sustainable solution and then bring a cool shape onto that so that we have a nice combination. Yeah, I was going to say, because Hyundai are increasing its drive to, to place sustainability right at the heart of its mobility solutions, aren't they? So how is this reflected in the Ionic 5? Can you take me through some of the materials that are being used? Yeah, first of all, we did, of course, a lot of researches because we wanted to make sure that the ideas our designers had, that they are feasible for the car and finally also be affordable for our customers. So we wanted to bring a real solution, which is not pinned just somewhere as an idea cloud. So we uh, talked a lot with our suppliers. We splitted our job like, okay, what is already sustainable? What is not sustainable? What can be more sustainable? We had different strategies. The one strategy is to, for example, avoid too much carbon emission by taking petrochemistry and put more natural ingredients like uh, sugarcane, like we have in our paints, or we have also in our um, TPO dashboard in the fabric underneath of that, as well as in our fabric material. By doing this, this is the one way we could use to reduce the carbon emission. What we really uh, like to do as well is to take care for the waste humanity produced because we have a responsibility for that. And our brand Hyundai took it serious to take, for example, 32 bottles of recycled plastic waste and bring it into the fabric material of our seats. So when you buy an Ionic 5, you have 32 recycled bottles in there. Let's go through things individually. So the floor mats are made of Eco-Nile, which is a regenerated nylon, isn't it? And we uh, we spoke to Healthy Seas, we did a podcast with them and all the exciting collaboration work that they're doing with Hyundai. Um, Eco-Nile, recycled yarn, 100% from nylon waste like fishing nets and fabric scraps and old carpets. And this recycled yarn is incredibly resilient isn't it? And robust. And, and it can be recycled in an infinite amount of times. And it, it's incredible when you think of it like that. And it's just something that you put your feet on. Exactly. It's the big advantage that you have used this material once, but you're not forced to throw it away. You can use it repeatedly without any quality loss. Equinile nylon is 100% regenerated fiber coming from waste, which through a chemical process is transformed to its original status original shape, and then it could be used to create fabrics or even other parts. It's really important to bring this effort 
to regenerate these things because of course it's always easier to call this chemistry and say please send me some material this is the easiest thing but to arrange the collection of waste and the so-called reverse logistic takes effort and motivation and our partner aquafield together with healthy seas with veronica mikish they do a great job to do this to make this possible so when you get into your ionic 5 each seat covering is made up of 32 recycled bottles so you've not only got that feeling of knowing that you're doing something good for the planet but also that's reducing carbon dioxide emissions as well isn't it yes the material with the recycled bottles have a footprint reduction of 70%. That means 70% of carbon emission is reduced by using this process compared to a standard uh, chemistry process. The recycled plastic bottles are used to make the yarns for the seat coverings and the door armrests as well. That's correct. We have even more. So we have, uh, for example, have an optional package with decor panels. We don't use like fake wood application or something. We created like earth marbled looking paper design on decors, which are made of also 100% recyclable material. So it is a kind of similar story like we have in the floor mats. We could take those decors out, bring them back into the process and create new ones without any quality loss. The paper material is from the surface, some print that makes you feel like a paperish, like a fine rough silky feeling which is very comfortable it gives you a very natural and uh, balanced feeling in the interior and the material itself so the decors itself are made from hdpe that means uh, let's say high dense polyethylene <laughs> and this material is also 100 percent recyclable you you could do just a replastification put it into the injection molding machine and create new parts out of that. This kind of process with HDPE materials, you can repeat infinite number of times. By the way, this material also contains absolutely no harmful substances for the human body. That means when you use other plastics like PP, uh, PE, standard PE, it could contain some of the, uh, the solvent-based um, substances which could create some harmful effects on the human body. But when you switch to HTPE, it is fully free of that. And so to the touch, when you touch it, it feels like a fabric or, or a paper, hence the name. It is neither nor. It is something in between. Let's say it is a kind of paperish, you could say a kind of sandy feeling when you are like we were here in the Mediterranean Sea, you, you have the very smooth sand, <laughs> let's say. It's a kind of that feeling you have. It's feeling warm and sandy, silky also. We all like that feeling. That, that's a really, that takes us to a lovely place always, doesn't it? Um, let's talk about the, the paint, obviously, on the, on the doors, the trim, uh, switches, modular crash pads, the bio paint. So we make also a big usage of painted areas in the cars. So that's something the whole car industry does. And we asked ourselves, okay, why don't we give some more bio content into that without losing our quality requirements? So we find a balance to uh, add 13% of bio polio made from bean oil, for example, or from grape tannin extract that we use instead of standard polio for a 
specific percentage, let's say. So we find a balance to add 13% of this biomaterial into our standard polyol and create some PU-based paints. And we use this on door covers and uh, the door handle, grip cover. We have a lot of uh, areas we use that. I think this is something, Susie, you also recognize when you are opening the door. It is not only the visual thing, it really smells different. This is also something we wanted to achieve. We didn't want to have the standard new plastic taste you smell when you buy your new car or when you get your new car. We wanted to make it really more natural. It's incredible to hear the background behind the detail of the interior of the car. And it sounds like it's continuous work in progress looking for new products to use. Um, now the Ionic 5 is, is out there and it's launched. Is your head already looking to progress the future in terms of fabrics and paint, looking at the future for Hyundai? Exactly. So we really see this as a starting point and we want to go more deep, not only to give the customer the feeling that we are doing something for the nature. It is more about taking responsibility and uh, give a response to all the climate changes, to all the environmental change, and counter them. That's the main task we have to do. We see this as a really big task and we prepare for that. We are going further. And I think in the next Ionic versions, you will see a lot of more new sustainable solutions. It's been absolutely fascinating to hear about all of the detail. Yes, and thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you to Susie, thank you. Well, our final topic for today is going to be the design of the Ionic 5, which I absolutely love. It's so striking. And I'm delighted to be joined by Thomas Burkle, who's the chief designer at Hyundai Motors Design Centre Europe. So like the 45 concept that it's based on, Thomas, Ionic 5 heralds a new era for EV design, doesn't it? Can you give us an insight into the thinking behind its bold appearance? Yes, of course. We wanted to create something very unique. We had a completely new platform, the eGMP platform, which allows a wheelbase of three meters, actually best in class. And this uh, was the possibility to create a very unique silhouette with short front and rear overhangs. But we also looked in our history and actually in 1974, we started with a pony coupe concept. And this was a very unique car designed by Jujaro. And of course, we had also the production car pony 45 years ago. And therefore, we created the C pillar in an angle of 45 degrees. And you can see also this, I call it arrow line on the body side which reminds on the 45-degree curve. And we think that sometimes it's something cool to relate to the history and the starting point of the company because it gives you a new idea and a new spirit on progress and also responsibility. We picked up on this design language and translated it into the future. So... I believe that today the world is overcrowded visually and 
Therefore, we wanted to create something pure and clean instead of a very screaming design. So this clean look should be combined with very good proportions. And altogether, this concept makes the car so unique. And actually, I'm very impressed being in Valencia, seeing the car in the strong sunlight uh, with the flip-flop effect, for example, of the teal color, but it looks also fantastic in white. So um, the car is really sparkling. First of all, Thomas, what were your overall goals? Well, um, you know, the company made a big step in terms of electric mobility. And this is almost a new chapter of the car industry. And we use this chance to open this chapter with a completely new design. So the car was thought from the scratch. It starts with a platform, a completely new platform, a skateboard platform with a completely flat floor giving much more freedom to the designers to create the car and to create the interior. And on the Ionic 5, we want to give it an individual design. So that's where the pure, clean design comes from. Yes, exactly. This purity we combined with high quality of surface and also thinking carefully about the shut lines of the car. But first of all, talking about the platform again, which has a three meter wheelbase, allows us to create very dynamic sporty proportions with short front and rear overhang. And then the cabin is not a typical rounded cabin, but it's also more flat on the roof side. And it ends with a 45-degree C-pillar, which gives the car a very dynamic move. And this 45-degree um, C-pillar is repeated in the body side with this arrow line, again contributing to the dynamic look of the car. So this very clean, puristic design goes with unique proportions. And then as a contrast, you can see the wheel design, which is more detailed. It's very aerodynamic, but it's very detailed and it builds a, a nice contrast to the pureness of the silhouette of the car body. And it seems like it has a seamless nature to it, even down to the fact that the door handles are flush. There's no disturbance in the shape. Yeah, exactly. Beside, of course, the clean look, we also thought about aerodynamics because better aerodynamics means longer range of the battery. And of course, the door handles are flush because of the design, but they also contribute to better aerodynamics. And the inspiration obviously comes from different places. Can I ask you about the significance of the headlights? Yeah, cool point. Um, we are very proud of these headlamps because they are very unconventional. We have, of course, LED headlamps and we have these pixelated um, elements. 
our general idea was to play with the pixel as an icon. The pixel is representing the future of Hyundai and stands for di digitalization. And if you look at the headlamps, they have this uh, square shape of a pixel. And when you look at the rear, you also find these square shapes, which are consisting of singular pixels. And the pixel story is one we carry through our new models. So it's an identifier and an icon for Hyundai. And therefore, we were looking also into the Korean language for a character that looks like a pixel. And actually, we found it. We found it in a word, in a Korean word. And we translated this word, and the word means future. So a fantastic story. It's meant to be, it sounds like. The aluminium clamshell hood, Thomas, is a, is a statement of unconventional thinking once again, isn't it? Yes, because usually you have the shut lines of the bonnet on the top of the hood. And we wanted to enhance the clean look and also give the impression that the car looks white from the front. And therefore, we were basically hiding the shut lines in the horizontal way. So they are on the sides instead. And we maintain the visual pureness of the car. And talking about the black band below the clamshell hood, we have created this band also to make the car look wider. And we have these squared headlights and the sensor zone in this area. And then looking at the bottom of the front, we have these two flaps which open and close depending on the need of cooling for the battery. And instead of hiding these flaps, we made them a visual element of the front. You mentioned the eGMP earlier. So let's talk about the space now. What you can do with the interior of this car is very special, isn't it? And this is part of the Ionic 5 smart living space concept. So can you outline the original vision for that and how it's come to reality? The interior was a big challenge, but also big opportunity because we have this completely flat floor, which gives us the opportunity to create more legroom and more space inside the car. And actually, because we started with a new thinking, we thought, what is the charm of electric driving? And it is also the quietness of the car. So you could almost say it's um, a living room atmosphere. We call it smart living space. And this feeling of well-being in a comfort zone like sitting in a lounge. And this is all due to the eGMP platform. And of course, designers, they were saying and thinking, um, how do I behave when I go home? I put my shoes somewhere. I put my coat and my bag somewhere. So we created this very unique uh, center console, which allows to put your bag inside because it's quite big. 
You can also slide it forward and backwards. You can charge your phone wireless, of course, and you can basically tailor the car towards your individual needs. And we call the console Universal Island because it's an island where the seats are placed around and the seats have the possibility to really transform them into a sleeping seat, similar to a business class seat, for example. And this gives you the possibility when you charge the car to wait in the car and or take a nap or listen to music and really relax and then refresh yourself when you continue to drive. These relaxation seats have also a leg rest, which pops out when you put them in the back position. And then the rear seats, they can be also slided forward and backward, and you can also inclinate the backrest. So basically the car also makes sense when it's not in the driving mode. And you can even use the heating system or the cooling system while charging the car. So it sounds like the car interior is also your lounge interior, is also your bedroom interior. You do realise by creating such a comfortable environment that people will be wishing that the charge took longer. <laughs> yeah, you don't mind. Um, I mean, the charging is really fast due to the 800 volts, but you can give some value to the time. And I think the most valuable thing we have in our lives is time. And we should spend the time in a nice way. So this interior is quite bright. I want to say something about the instrument panel as well, because we had a very architectural approach to the whole interior and therefore we wanted to make the IP look almost like a piece of furniture and therefore we reduced the buttons to a big amount and uh, simplified the whole layout. We wanted to give the car more of a lounge feeling with a touch of luxury and therefore we decided to build in an almost white screen instead of a black one. So the interior shouldn't look like, a, let's say, a very technical instrument. It rather should be an inviting lounge. Thomas, this podcast is called Are We There Yet? Do you think that with the Ionic 5, we've arrived? It, it is very much a vision of the future that we have now, isn't it? Definitely with the change of the car industry towards electric mobility, we have a footstep in the door to the future. And Thomas, what's next for you? Well, there are lots of projects and, of course, the story goes on. And in terms of the story going on and moving forward, how groundbreaking do you think the Ionic 5 is? I think that uh, the Ionic 5 is really a milestone towards electric mobility. It's a new platform. It's a new concept. It's very customer oriented. And we as designers are very excited to have this opportunity 
in Hyundai. And we are very proud with this car not to try just using, let's say, a conventional layout and transform that into an electric vehicle rather than starting from scratch. And this was a big opportunity for us as designers to create something new and really desirable. As a designer, that must be a holy grail to, to have that open book. So plenty more to come. Thomas, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been great talking to you. It was a pleasure also, Susie, to talk to you. And um, yeah, the story goes on. We are happy looking forward to the next electric vehicles we are designing. I think we will have a very bright future. Well, thanks so much to all of my guests today from the Ionic 5 Tech Day in Valencia. Thanks to Thomas Burkle, Rafan Nufel and Yasin Sauger. If you're excited by the Ionic 5 and what might be coming next from Hyundai, you can find out more at Hyundai.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the Are We There Yet podcast from your usual podcast provider. It means that you'll never miss an episode. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>